Ireland is in San Antonio joining us as well. John, are you there? I am here. Hey, How are you guys, good man. You're missing out on red velvet chocolate chip pretty cookies. Good. Yeah, oh, pretty I'm sorry good. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. they're from Mrs. Fields. Yeah, who are they from? Uh, Maita's fundraiser. Yeah. Oh, okay. Jorge brought them in. Nice, nice. Yay, Maita. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty darn good. Hey, real. I, I know you guys are probably spending a lot of time on this. Just give me John eyeballs on Wemby. What was that like? Um, he is. He moves like no one I've ever seen before. My, I, I asked Michael if there's ever been a comp, and he thinks the closest thing to it would have been Ralph Sampson. But uh, I, I thought maybe Porzingis. But Porzingis didn't block shots the way – you know, he had six blocks. Yeah. Um, and Sampson didn't handle the ball. like the, He brings the ball up the – Yeah, <laughs> he's got an unbelievable handle for um, a guy who's, and, what, and seven kept, foot six. I kept saying to Michael – He's 19. Yeah. He doesn't turn 20 until next month. He turns 20 in January. Yep. Uh, I think he has a chance to be the greatest big man ever. I think he can give Kareem a run for his money. What's so weird, wow. John, That's is insane. that like from 10 feet away, he's shooting a layup. He he's so long. Mace. He had one where we, we couldn't come up with a term to describe it. He threw the ball from five feet away. He didn't make it. But he threw the ball like a dunk. Yep. Except he was four feet away from the rim. But he's <laughs> so tall that it was like you know how you, when you go to one of those like uh, Trav, if you go to the Orange County Fair and you got to throw stuff in a bucket or right. in a ring, like it was like that. He he was so <laughs> far above the rim and he just like threw it down towards the rim and it rimmed out but had it gone in i'm, I'm like i've never seen this before <laughs> I, I i gotta come up with new ways to describe this guy i mean he's unbelievable john what you said too about his age he doesn't know how to use his body yet either right like he's still figuring out eventually he's going to in two three years the strengths that he you could sort of see now are going to be oh yeah no that's a real strength he doesn't even understand his own body. Did, Slee, right. did you see when he turned his ankle earlier in the week? Yeah. Did you see the tape of that? Mm -hmm. He's like Gumby. I mean, he completely rolled his ankle. If I rolled my ankle the way he did, <laughs> I'm out for a month. <laughs> he just, it just, he pushed it back into place and kept playing. He didn't even go in the injured. He list. had four threes, by the way, four or five. Yeah, four three, three. Uh, he casually. had those two big ones down the stretch. Yeah, just too. He nearly stole the game. Mm -hmm. right, he scored fourteen points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was it was something to watch. How did ice skating go yesterday? Uh, ice skating, Ireland. I did not fall. I came very very really? close to falling, I'm but did not fall. Uh, it was. Have you skated before? I skated once when I was twelve. Okay. Uh, I I look. Uh, I think uh, Jorge would. Did tell you have you. the knock knee thing going on? I I had the no. It's more like the quivering, like okay. trying to yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yep. You know the quivering, and then there was a near fall where I trying to catch where yourself. I was like this, <laughs> and then I ended up with my hands on the ice, and somehow I managed to get myself. Out. That's your yoga who right was, there. Who you was got the your best calm. skater oh. from seven? Kaplan was a legit skater. He was like Captain. Michelle Kwan out He's there. An athlete. What the hell? Yeah. He's an athlete. He went out there and he was skating backwards. Yeah. He was skating. I was, you know, oh, I, he can skate. He can really skate. Oh, he can really. Okay. He has clearly skated before and didn't tell us he right, Jorge. You don't walk out and do nah. that unless you've done it before. Nah, hey, but don't don't don't, don't uh, you know give me some oh. uh, give me some love. Oh, I was not, out there. Were you right? Jorge was out yeah. there on the ice. He was shooting the entire thing, <laughs> which is which is really hard. You skated great. It was nice and steady too. Like it's no shaky footage. Come on, guys. How was Chris? <laughs> uh, Morales was. Uh, he was on the sidelines, right? He was holding on. He he knows where the walls are. Okay. <laughs> oh, he was that guy. Yeah. yeah. He, hung, he hung out by the wall. He was gripping the wall. I'm just happy nobody got injured. 
Well, I mean, when they first came with this, the idea and the story, I'm like, this is an injury waiting to happen. I, I, Al's heard me tell this story before, but I don't think I've told it to you guys. One, one of my best buddies um, was going on a first date with yep. a, a girl that he had just met, and he asked Susan and I, uh, do you want to come with us? We're going to go ice skating at the uh, Pasadena Civic Center. There, mm-hmm. I don't know, it might still be there. There was an ice rink there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, sure. So we, we don't, I don't even remember her name. So... <laughs> We're skating for a few minutes, and all of a sudden, there's a commotion in the corner of the rink, right? Or That's one not of the, good. The curves, yeah. and I don't think too much. My buddy John skates up to me and goes, "God, I wish I don't remember her name. Jenny is uh, she? She's hurt." I'm like, "That that she's down?" She's like, "Yeah, she's hurt like bad." Really? I'm like, "Well, what do you mean?" She broke her leg. Oh my god! Skating at this, they had to bring an ambulance this out is, onto the. This is the what lines. I thought would happen to Mason. Yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. what you're describing. Yeah, she broke her leg. She got wow. the skate caught or something weird. Had they Jeez. get everybody off the ice? The paramedics come in with a stretcher. The the, the ambulance oh, is back. Man. And I'm thinking this has to be the top five worst dates of all time. First date. Oh, she, that's a first date. First date. She breaks her leg. He has to go to the emergency oh, room. Whose idea was calling this? Calling her parents. Your buddy. Yeah. 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 Sometimes sometimes good things come out of that. My friend. Jay Jared um, met his wife. He went out on a date, and they hit it off. And later that night, at the end of the date, she stepped out. It was in New York City. She stepped out onto a curb and got hit by an SUV. Oh, Oh, my God. And it was bad. And she was in the hospital for two, three weeks. Wow. And that's when they fell in love. He went back to visit her. And they just sat in the hospital room and talked, and now they're married and have two kids. Wow. No kidding. That's oh incredible. Yeah. So All right, now, Trav, I'm going to tell you a story, and I want you to tell me if you would have played it the way I did right. or if I'm just a jerk. <laughs> so I was in high school, and there was a girl that I liked, and she was really cute. And uh, a bunch of friends of mine were going out, so it was like a group date. There were like four of us, and we all had dates, and we went bowling. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. First time I ever had gone out with this girl. And is DeAndre there? DeAndre's DeAndre was been, not there. Yeah, he's been bowling. DeAndre lately. was probably two at the time. <laughs> um, so we go bowling, and she can't bowl. Mm. She bowls a 43. Wow, 43. Okay? Now, think about this. If you just go and you're like a little kid and you do the two-handed roll. And mm-hmm. they have the bumpers. And, like, and like, even if, even if you bumpers. don't have the bumpers, Mace, if you just. You're like, getting more than 43, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're going to get more than 43. Mm-hmm. She was so bad. I never asked her out again. I, I, I felt really? like I, I felt like she was too much of a spaz. It was based on her bowling pedigree. One hundred percent. Trav, you if I had jerked her, or would you have done what I did? Okay, I have a couple of follow up questions before okay. I answer. Oh, that's good. How good looking was she? Solid seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 we're going well, out again. Did you yeah, have any? Going definitely yeah. going out again. Did you have any conversational yeah. side? Like, isn't it about going there and no. talk? It's not really I about said, the score. I said yeah. all the right things after it was over. Don't worry about this. And, you know, nobody cares if you can bowl. I hope you had fun. Don't worry about it. She was horrified. <laughs> and I got home and I went, yeah, I'm never going out. But if her. you were into her, the score wouldn't matter. I, I, I'll be honest. And, and again, I, I'm probably the very worst person to ask for this stuff because I've been dating my girlfriend slash wife right. since I was in high school. Exactly. But she's very athletic. Mm-hmm. She's very competitive. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's very good at those games. Mm-hmm. And I dig it. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Me and, too. And, and and I like that she, like if we, we'll go bowling occasionally. Yeah. If she loses, she's mad. 
Like she, it really bothers her that it doesn't happen, and I like that. Yeah, I yeah, like I that she too. digs Mace, it. Mace, I think I'm stuff. with you. Uh, we're going out on a second date right. if that's going to happen. The only thing I would say, John, if you'd have told her from the beginning, listen, anything under fifty. Yeah, <laughs> set the set the to fifty. Well, this see, I had over. that in my own head. It, does that count? <laughs> I, I, I just, just told her. her just so she had the expectations. Yeah, I just didn't tell her. I said, nah, yeah, forty-three, yeah, unacceptable. Can't, can't, can't I can't date you. Right. Forty-three is just too bad. So it's Thursday. We have our draft. It we is drafted Thursday, Christmas yes. songs. Oh, Christmas songs. Christmas this is songs. Great. Um, all right. So Jorge had the top pick. Mm-hmm. Can I just say? This always ends up with John saying, we're all idiots. Usually. Or, well, it, it, somebody better have picked the Christmas song. Yeah, the Christmas song is the song. All right. So, Jorge had first pick. He took Mariah's Carey's All I Want for Christmas well, is You. That's, that's, first that's really yeah. good, yeah. He took Michael Keaton's version of Frosty the Snowman. That's stupid. Never heard it. Okay. That's stupid. And Donde Esta Santa Claus, which okay. is a cute little kid Donde song. Donde Esta. Right. Yeah, okay. I've heard okay. That. Yeah. Mine, and John, this is very specific to me, but I think you will like this. I took the specific Jingle Bell Rock from Mean Girls. Good one. Oh, okay. yeah. They did a great the Jingle good, Bell Rock. Good yeah. Jingle Bell Rock there. When I took, the boombox broke. <laughs> right. And then Lindsay and then acapellas, acapellas it. Acapellas it. Everybody jumps in. Oh, yeah. such a great moment. So that, that was my top pick. Yep. I took the classic Jingle Bells. Sure. Okay. I mean, Jingle Bells. A little repetitive. But a a okay. little bit. And then Carol, a lot of bells. Carol of the Bells. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's I, a good one. Right. So I don't yeah. know the words, but so that's my three. Okay, somebody's got to have the Christmas song. Emily, who'd you take? Well, we go keep going. He's got M coming M's right now. M's got Last Christmas from Wham, which is a, a nice one. song. Last Solid. Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Okay. Solid. Yeah. And uh, Wonderful Christmas Time, Paul McCartney. Wonderful oh, Christmas All great. Time. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm Team Emily. Emily might win this thing. Yeah. Al, Baby It's Cold Outside. Yeah. Not bad. Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Okay. And rocking around the Christmas Nobody tree. Nobody has the Christmas right. song. You guys go. are all What's idiots. What's the Christmas Nuts song? Roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at What is the Christmas song? Yuletide carols being it's sung the most by famous choir Christmas song ever. folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody, Everybody knows. Mason doesn't even have to look up the words. That's okay, how big this is. None of the lyrics say the Christmas song. So it's that's called, why I'm getting confused. Oh, okay. So what do you call it? Chestnuts roasting I on an open fire? I never refer to it because I don't like it. You don't like that song? If Emily doesn't like something, it does not exist in her Emily, world. Emily, I, yeah. I, I pick your list. But, I uh, Slee, in, in your honor, I will say, you're all idiots. That's right. This, one Christmas of my favorite song. things is when we it's about an 80% likelihood we're list, idiots. Yeah, you all your drafts. Leave out yeah. what the first pick should be. I mean, it's unbelievable. No, you heard me say I got Mean Girls. No, the first pick should have been the Christmas song. The Christmas song should be first. By the way, which version, uh, Nat King Cole or Johnny Mathis? Nat King Cole. I like both of them. I actually slightly like the Mathis version better than the Nat King Cole version. You had that thing locked and loaded. I I always have. There are two songs I can sing, uh, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire and the National Anthem. The only two things I can (laughs) sing. But they're all, all, if somebody walks up to me in in July and says, Chestnuts, I'll just go. The Christmas song is more in your register. The the National Anthem's a hard song to sing. It is tough. It's, you got to go up, down, it's long, there's a lot going on. All right, let me give you guys a sports dilemma for tonight, Mm -hmm. okay? Let's say you had to watch one of these two games, okay? You have to. And you have to sit through the whole thing. Right. Yeah, I know one of them. Choice A is Raiders Chargers with two backup quarterbacks. <sighs> yep. Choice B is Clippers Warriors at Crypto. Which one are you watching? Easy for me. I'm watching the football game. Um, you know what? I am also watching the football game. So am I. Doesn't that say, Slee, are you the same? John, I'm the same. But if you said Timberwolves Mavericks, 
who are also playing sure, today, game. I would play. I would watch yeah, Timberwolves. I would Ma- watch that game Mavericks. willingly. Yep. Uh, but here's the weird thing: that's the power of the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. There are two bad teams, probably not making the playoffs. No, neither mm-hmm. one. Yeah. And they're playing with backup quarterbacks. And one of the coaches all, is going to be fired. Maybe as soon oh, as Oh, two tomorrow. of the coaches, they're going to have The one already got fired. Year, right. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are in the process of doing that whenever they're going to do it. Both of these teams will have a new coach. Yes. Yeah. John, I'm, I'm going to throw this to you because we did it in the pregame. We were, everyone was guessing how much time Draymond's going to get off, right? Yes. How yes. long he's going to be suspended for. And I think, John, you were around 10. Right, that was the number. I, I was guessing ten, but now that they've done the indefinite thing, I think it's a minimum of fifteen. So the the question is, I, I think more for me. You're I, asking yourself a question. I'm asking myself a okay, question. Good. Yes, I can't wait yes. to hear your. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to ask myself, to and great. no one responds. You don't even need Travis. Yeah, here. no one even responds when I ask the question. <laughs> Is this what you do at night? This is a direct hangover. That's exactly right. Sleep with sunset when okay. you just had no one to talk to. No one to talk to. Um, no, how's he going to learn his lesson? Like, you can't give a – you can't say, hey, Draymond Green got a five-game suspension, now he's fine, or he got a ten-game suspension, yep. now he's fine. I don't know what the solution is here, and I don't know what the NBA is going to do to say, hey, you know what? Draymond is okay to come back, and he's not going to do anything else. I don't know what the solution is, which is uh, why this is I'll, such an interesting predicament. I'll tell you what. He better show some contrition, and he better not take a defiant attitude about this because a lot Part of players, of the and right I talked now. to a lot of uh, players about Turn your this mic on. That's night. another one. That, that, that's, he needs to be suspended. Yeah, I, I agree, John. That The reason he's suspended indefinitely is not just because of Nurkic. It's not because of Gobert. It's not. Be, it's because he continues to pretend like it's not his fault or right. that, that he was yeah. somehow victimized in, in this thing. It's the defiance that made the NBA go, all right, we don't know the number, so we're just going to send you over there, and we'll get back to you when we think that maybe you're ready to come See, back. You know, I'll tell you, there's one scenario that has Draymond getting kicked off the Warriors and leaving Golden State, and that is if Steph Curry doesn't line up hmm. behind him like hmm. he always has before. I said that last segment, John. Yeah, I, I, I said and, Steph, and Steph needs to step up. Steph hasn't done it yet for for this particular incident. He's been he's been silent, but if he loses the support of Steph. See ya. It's a wrap. Yeah. It's a wrap. Mm-hmm. I was hoping you were going to say it's Lee, but I'll do it anyway. I'll ask myself a question. Yeah, yeah. ask yeah, yourself yeah. a question. <laughs> I love this. Go ahead. New the game. reason you guys all need to watch football tonight yeah. is yeah. because Slee and I are going to be in the open for Amazon. Yeah. They came in no, here. No, yeah, really? It's not yeah. a big deal. You yeah. don't miss. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so They've done this. You did this last I year. Did it last, we did it last year. And um, they only used me last year, and, but we'll see if Slee makes the cut this and, year. And. So did you have to actually talk about the Raiders Chargers game? In yes, order we did. To yes, there were moments. There, there were moments too where I'm like, I don't think I should use that. That doesn't sound like we're promoting the game very. <laughs> yeah, strongly. The, the director did say, "Goes, yeah, that's probably not going to make it. We yeah. do want people to watch this game." Yes. <laughs> What's weird is I have a feeling there's not going to be full capacity at this game. Probably not because normally it's the opposing team that yeah, fills right. up Allegiant mm-hmm. Stadium. Yes, and this opposing team, the Chargers, yes. have nobody that will actually travel. <laughs> to Heck Las no. Vegas for the game. Go Watch for the Mace, Open. You're forgetting something. What's that? Raider fans, if you put Raider fans on a lie detector, 
they would tell you they've won the last 25 games in a row. <laughs> right. Raider fans are ridiculously loyal. But, that game's going to be a sellout. But like SoFi, the Raiders never get a true home game. This actually might be a home game for the Raiders. Well, they played the Chiefs earlier this year. The 70% oh, of the stadium red. was red. It was red. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's life. No, so, the Raider fans will show out, trust me. You watch the opening of the Amazon game. I cannot and then you wait. flip yeah. over to whatever NBA game you would like to and see. And then we'll probably have to do it again next week too, right? Yeah, I think that that's in the books too. Yeah, you're doing next week also because they not, got the Rams on oh, Thursday Rams, night next Rams week. Rams and Saints. Saints Thursday night. Yeah, Mace, they just walk in here and we kind of give them like, okay, nice. put the mics on. We just get we just Fine. get going. We know, yeah. we know oh, our marks. Good, we know our lines. We <laughs> know how good. to do it. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. See you tomorrow. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, Bergman. Yes. Listen carefully because I can say this now. Good afternoon. Oh, you watched oh, you it. Watched it. You watched it. Yeah. What did you think? Loved it. Loved it. See, we knew what, you would love what's it. Not to love. I didn't know Will Ferrell could sing. Yeah. Right. It's, it's a great, funny, fun musical. Ryan Reynolds and and Will Ferrell. It's great. And that's the origin of Good Afternoon. Right. Yes. So, so now I will join you in the Good Afternoon. At, and you know now, by the way, show. Good Afternoon kind of means in their in it their means context, F-U. it means F U. It means F U. It means F U. And it's amazing. See, but it wasn't it a good movie. We were. Tr- it fits you perfectly. I know it is. It's 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 a lot of singing, a lot of jazz hands. Mace. Jazz it's, hands. It's right up my alley. Exactly. It's like making fun of musicals. Yeah, it's funny. It's good. Oh, it's it was, good. Good. It was great. If you haven't watched Spirited, it's excellent. It's a great Christmas movie. It's like really a good time to watch it. Yeah, I, we watched it. I think good it's going to be like an annual thing. We'll yep. watch Spirited and we'll watch uh, Love Actually. Did you see Love Actually, the show? Yep. I went Sunday. Okay, so. Guess when I'm going. When? when? Tonight. Nice. Yep. You'll, great. Are you taking Riley? No, I'm taking okay, are you, uh, my are friend. Are you taking a date? Yes. Yeah. So this right. is, uh, the show is Love Actually. It is uh, based on the movie, and it is playing at the Wallace Theater in Beverly Hills. Uh, it is great, great music. There was great music in the movie Love Actually. They tie it all together. You see clips from the movie. It's just, it, it's such a great experience. I'm taking mom and not stepdad Leo and my brother and his boyfriend uh, for uh, for Christmas this year. I mean, you're going to love it. And just make sure, tell, call your date or text her while we're on the air and make sure she's seen Love Actually. Oh, no, yeah, she wanted to see it. Yeah, Wait a minute, do you do you think you have to have seen Love Actually to get it? I, I to, to really love it like we do, yeah. Is it inside or outside? 
Inside. Inside. Yeah. It's a, it's a great theater. It doesn't hold that many people, so every seat's a good seat. And it's a super cool scene. I mean, they're like, there are clips all over the place playing from the movie while people say, it's, you're going to love it. People are just singing or they're just, you know, they yeah, no, acting it's the whole, it out. It's a musical. The it's, whole thing is singing. Singing. Okay. Yeah, it's all singing. No, you'll you'll like it. You'll like it. It's really, really good. Recommend it. Wallace Theater. Uh, love actually the musical. And, and uh, Greg, hang around to the very end. The very end. So, like, yeah. after the. After the movie ends, there's one more number. Hang around for that. Okay. Like yeah. It. Yes. All right. I will. So, John, there is clout and there is leverage and there is power. And you know who's got all of it right now in Los Angeles? Well, uh, based on the trickling down of the details of Shohei Otani's contract, I think it's him. Can you believe that he actually has it in his contract that if Friedman leaves or if Walter sells the team, he can leave as a free agent. You know, I've never heard of that. Never. That if your bosses leave your deal, you can get out of your deal. Yeah. I mean, like you and I have have things in our contract, whether if like you were to leave or if I was to leave, we would have some say after that. But not, not like think about base. How many GMs have we worked for? How many program directors? I mean, can you imagine if we had that in our deal? It, it, it. I mean, I'm shocked the Dodgers gave it to him. Will you put it in your next contract if I go, you go? Well, I don't think they. Greg, <laughs> the point is, I don't think they'd give it to me. Um, uh, they, they. Mm, I mean, no, that, probably not. The that's the weird thing. I mean, so think about this: if Andrew Friedman gets a Godfather offer, like some team, uh, and and in in the case of Billy Bean, for example. What kept Billy, if you watch the movie Moneyball, Billy Bean gets an offer that at the time would have made him the highest paid executive in all of professional sports. Mm, for the Red Sox. For yeah. the Red Sox. And the way the A's kept him was they gave him ownership. It's a very small percentage, yep. but they gave him ownership. Can you imagine if Andrew Friedman, if some team comes in, if the Yankees decide they want Andrew Friedman, yep. and the Steinbrenners say, We'll give you 5% of the team. Yep. And he leaves. He could take Shohei with him. Correct. I mean, it's a stunning concession by the Dodgers. But, Mace, you used the right word. It's leverage. Yep. Shohei had, and he did them a huge favor by deferring all that money. Yep. So once he did that, he could ask for things that you wouldn't think of. And this was one of them. It's a brilliant move by his agent. Yeah, it really is. It really is. And... All coming from him. And by the way, he'll be introduced today, 3 o'clock. Uh, he'll meet the media for the first time. And I've got the. Can the, we carry that, Greg, or no? Uh, if we have it, if it goes on MLB Network, yes, we will carry it. I would it. imagine. I would think well, so. I mean, we can't do it if it goes on, on Spectrum. Sportsnet LA. No, that's a, that's that's a Dodger, a, channel. Dodger channel. Right. If it was but, the Laker channel, yes. No, but it's the same owners. Yeah. It's been, if I can get yeah. you permission. Are you sure? Yeah. So you want asking AJ? Yeah. 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 Ask. Let yeah, me know. Ask. Yeah. Because okay, I don't right I don't actually think we can. Right. So in addition to the Shohei stuff, uh, this is courtesy writer named Dan Clark. Yoshinobu Yamamoto was extremely impressed by the Dodgers presentation, including the support staff in attendance at the meeting, including Freeman, uh, Mookie Betts, Shohei and Will Smith. A 10 plus year contract term has supposedly been offered. And he's 26? 25. 10 plus. 10. So that means it can be like a 13-year contract. I don't love that for contract. a pitcher. You don't love that? For a pitcher. 
But he's 25. Does that make a I difference? I know. It's still a long contract for a starting pitcher. Most pitchers. Most. Now, every once in a while, there's a guy that lives up to a long-term deal. But for if you go over the history of seven, eight-year deals, especially even with the Dodgers, um, whether it was Kevin Brown or, you know. That was uh, a 10-year deal. And, and – and I think they uh, there was another guy. Uh, was it Mike Hampton that got a deal with the Mets? Oh, he did get one. So yeah, long. that was and, a terrible and, you know, one. Or with the Rockies, and they got traded. The one the I'm like the one I'm thinking that worked was Sabathia. He kind of lived up to the to the seven years. Yeah, yeah. But but you've always said this, Mace. If you give a pitcher, the reason Shohei is so valuable, he's a pitcher and a hitter. Even if he never pitches again, he's worth it as a hitter. Yeah. This, this other guy's just a pitcher. So if he blows out his arm two years in, then you're on the hook for eight years. So it's a risky, you know. But the Dodgers are going for it. Good for them. Yeah, and we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, not my money. It's exactly ten plus years. The longest contract Andrew Friedman has ever given a pitcher is Brandon McCarthy four years. Right, and that was a disaster. And and that was terrible. Yeah. So we'll see. I I never thought he would spend big on a pitcher. Uh, or at least in terms of term, they've they've been in on uh, pitchers like Garrett Cole and Justin Verlander, but they're all super front loaded. It's like here's a big annual average value for three years, and right. instead, like what they did with Scherzer, exactly, and yeah. and they wind up losing out. They offered a big front loaded deal to uh, Aaron Judge that didn't go through because the Yankees were willing to give him a longer term. Now, what do you th- do? You think Yamamoto would do anything along the same lines as Shohei? Oh. No, Shohei's um, because Shohei makes so much money off the field. Why won't Yamamoto? But but he he doesn't He's have ma- it yet. Yeah, I mean, but- Shohei Shohei made the Angels twenty million a year by just selling his jersey and selling his merchandise. Right, and he, I, I read somewhere that that Shohei brings in forty five million a year off the field. Yeah, which is why he can afford to defer to only take two million from the Dodgers. But you know what? I think we should. Uh, I, like I said, I wouldn't give Yamamoto or any pitcher a 10-year deal, but I love the fact as a Dodger fan that they're willing to do it, that they're going for it. So good for them. So there's some video leaking out now from Blades of Glory. Okay. <laughs> the the one, this guy Tom Bustamante has just nailed it. Two geezers on skates. It's me and uh, Morales. And this is the one where I come so close to falling. So close. I'm just glad you didn't get killed. Yeah, no, it was it was rough. Morales just clung to the and and Kaplan could turn pro. He was really good. Kaplan on ice could play Crypto.com Arena. He can't because he was on one foot putting his leg out like he was Oksana yeah. Bayul. Like he was really. He was skating. <laughs> he was skating backwards. He was. He was Oksana Bayul. He was. He was spinning around and going backwards. He was putting one leg up, so he was skating on one leg. It was. It was really, it was really impressive. impressive. Very impressive. Yeah, so he buried the lead. He knew how to skate. He knew how to skate. Oh, yeah. He sandbagged us, but good for him. He, he, he did. He Even when right. he got it onto the ice, he, he sandbagged it. Like he pretended like he couldn't oh, skate. I'm, I'm not doing so well. Then all of a sudden, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. He's exactly. going around. He's Dan Jansen. He was swinging that arm. All right. Uh, so anyway, that was, a, that was very successful. There are video clips floating around now. I guess they all made it onto the uh, social media stuff. So uh, you go look at that uh, while you're listening to us. And Michelle Smallman is going to be here next uh, from Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. We'll uh, kick around the games, including tonight's thriller, the Raiders versus the Chargers. It's coming up. Mesa and Ireland, 710 ESPN. 
With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, uh, they're... Actually, I'll hold that. We have Michelle. All right, awesome. Uh, so Ireland's in San Antonio. I'm here in L.A. By the way, the crew's all together. Brian is back. Producer Brian, producer Laura is back. So the show is at 100% full strength. And uh, joining us right now is Michelle Smallman. She is from Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. She joins us every Thursday. Michelle, how you doing? I am doing well. How are you guys today? We are excellent, Michelle. And uh, let's start with this game tonight. Uh, my Raiders Woo. against Brian's Chargers. Oh. Raiders favored by three. It opened at three and a half. It's been bet down to three. Michelle, if you had to bet that game, who would you take? This is kind of the can I keep my job bowl between these two head coaches, between Antonio Pierce, the interim head coach, and Brandon Staley, who's on the hottest of seats. Um I don't feel great either way in this game. This is going to be a brutal one to watch. I'm sorry. I know both of you have a horse in this race. But I think I'm going to take the Chargers and the points. I just, even despite Justin Herbert being out for the season, I don't really believe in this Raiders team. And they have a lot of injuries that they've sustained. So I think I'm going to take the Chargers and the points. Yeah, they suck. Uh, both of them, <laughs> both of them are just awful. It's, uh, I feel bad for Al Michaels, who's got to describe another absolutely awful football game tonight. Uh, so, uh, Michelle, the Rams are in the playoff hunt. This is my team. Uh, we're the home yeah. of the Rams. Uh, Sean McVay was on with us yesterday. Sounds really good. Sounds really confident about Sunday against Washington. If they can rattle off three wins against subpar teams the next three weeks, uh, if they can beat Washington and then New Orleans and then the Giants, I think they're in the playoffs. It all starts Sunday, Sam Howell in Washington uh, at SoFi Stadium. It is Rams minus six and a half. This one pains me. You know this is tough for me because I am the biggest Rams hater out there. You're a Rams hater. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm a Rams hater, but I have to give them props. They've been 
one of the sneaky hottest teams in the NFL. I don't think anybody really expected this at the beginning of the season, but they've been a tough out. And coming off that loss to the Ravens, I think that they're going to have a statement to make. And I like the Rams to cover in this one. I really do. And it pains me to say that. But I'm trying to be objective for you guys. That is what we need. Your objectivity, Michelle. Your All right, objectivity. So, Michelle, this is going to test. There's, you know, Most gamblers will tell you, if you can ever get double-digit points in the NFL – take the points because the NFL is such a competitive league. But I'm looking at this game, 49ers at Cardinals. Niners favored by 12. I think I would lay it if I had to bet that game. I The Niners are really good. The Cardinals aren't. Am I crazy to lay 12 points and take the Niners in this game? I don't think you are. I know it feels like a trap and you want to avoid that landmine if you can, but I'm with you. I think I'd lay the points as well. I think San Francisco is that dominant that I would absolutely go there as well. It's a trap. Okay, it's a trap. Last game I want to ask you about here is uh, Buffalo playing for their playoff lives right now. Josh Allen having a really good year, but Buffalo has been sort of up and down versus Dallas, and they've been rolling. Buffalo is a two-point favorite in Buffalo. Uh, how, do, how do you see that game? I know that this one is in Buffalo, and we're talking about them being hungry and the conditions um, and just the home field advantage there. But I was really surprised to see the Cowboys getting points in this game. Dallas has been really good against the spread this season. So I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys and the points. I think think I'm going to go with that even despite the game being in Buffalo. So I heard you this morning on Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. And you were talking about gift wrapping. Do you have all your gifts wrapped? Do you do all the wrapping yourself? So I have all of the gifts purchased, but they are not wrapped yet. I'm one of the world's worst wrappers. I need to pay somebody to do it, but I just never have time to figure that out. So I'm the person that comes home from midnight mass on Christmas Eve and stays up till like one o'clock in the morning doing a terrible wrapping job in my, my bedroom at my parents' house. It's a really sad scene. Michelle, I can guarantee you this. I want you, when you wrap what you think is your worst wrap job, <laughs> I want you to take a picture yeah. and send it to us, and then I will do okay. the same to you, and I guarantee you, and I'm not going to tank it on purpose, I'm going to try. I guarantee you I'm worse at, gri- at wrapping presents than you are. I am the worst. I always end up with either way too much wrapping paper or not enough. I never get it just right. And, and some of the disasters over the years are legendary in my family. I guarantee you, you are not worse than me at this. I am the absolute worst gift wrapper alive today. Okay, well, we will have a wrap-off because I think I beat you. I'm one, oh, we're going to have a wrap-off. I'm one of the people that I never measure it correctly, and I end up having to cut an additional slice of the wrapping paper. Of course, to stick on there, yeah. literally tape it. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad but i kind of have gotten to this point with gift giving i'm really proactive with with what i want to give people but i'm like i should just put it in a plastic bag and give it to you i mean i can't (laughs) just venmo you at this point i mean i just feel like let's cut all of the fluff out and just get to business now what mason actually mason actually has the best idea for this michelle and i i've been reluctant to come around to it uh just give money Money's such a good Just gift. Just give money. People because love it. No one ever gets disappointed if they get money. And and like you And can, you don't have to wrap it. 
Yeah, and the counter argument is, well, it's you don't you didn't put any thought into it. The recipient doesn't care that you didn't put any. No one has ever in the history of gift giving been disappointed to get money. Oh, cash? Really? Yeah, that yeah. does not happen. Cash. That reaction has never happened. Like somebody being I bad love at cash. cash. Give me an envelope full of cash. Like I'm at an Italian wedding. I absolutely love that. Because if you get a gift card, you put it in your wallet, you forget that you have it all the time. It expires or you buy something that doesn't fulfill the entirety of the gift card. And then you end up spending more money to make sure that you get the cash on the gift card. I'm with you. I am so about giving money, but I need to get your advice on this okay. because I'm, a, I'm in an interesting conundrum as a new New York City resident. So okay. Where are you living? Where are you living in New York? I live in the village. Nice. So East Village, I'm, West Village. West Village. Nice. So I'm in a good, a good area and I'm in a great building, but we have doormen here. And tonight is our building holiday party. And I'm trying to avoid it like you can't believe. I don't have the holiday spirit yet. I have to watch this terrible football game tonight. I don't have it in me to go down there and small talk, but I need to give the doorman their Christmas Of gift. course you do. This yeah. is like one of the most important New York things is you've got to give the doorman a good Christmas gift. So what do you Michelle, give him? Michelle, the, the, you yeah. don't have a conundrum. Give him cash. Yeah, no, this is cash. The question okay. is how much? No, that so there's two conundrums. It's how much do I give, and B, is it poor form if I ask for their Venmos and Venmo them the money yeah. instead no. of going to get cash out? Well, I don't think any lovely cards. Nobody's going to say no if yeah. you Venmo them money. I I remember. By the way, Ireland, this is such a big thing in New York. I remember giving my doorman. I want to say. Two thousand dollars for Christmas because they do everything. They they get every package. They do every. I mean, they're they're there for you all the time. So you have to leave a really big tip for the doorman. Two thousand dollars. Yes, I didn't know we were going that high. Yeah, that's what it takes to get a good. And then the doorman is on your side all year long. I think that sounds high, Michelle. I think it, I think you. five. I think five hundred does the trick. No. Nope. 2K. 500. We we have like seven different doormans in rotation. Though. But you give it so to the head doorman and he up. divides it up. Oh, okay. See, I'm glad we're, we're talking through this because I am green here. I have no idea what, how to go what about What number this. did you have in your head before you brought it up to us? Well, I was thinking I would give kind of the secondary role players who I don't really see 100 bucks, and then the main guy's 200 um, so that would be, that and there's, if, if there's, I think no, that's there's $1,800 less than I gave my dorm. Yeah. No, no. But, but Mace, <laughs> think about it. If there's seven of them, yeah. then, then she's, that she's 600 for the, for the backups and she's 200. Now she's in for 800 bucks. Right. That, yeah. That's, that's true. pretty good. I say, I, I, I just handed over, I, I want to say it's 2k and you divide it up amongst yourselves. That's that's I think what I did, but tipping the doorman at the holidays is like a gigantic thing in New York. And, you cannot and screw of, it up. Part of this machine. Michelle is, do you mind me asking how old you are? No, not at all. I'm 37. Okay. So part of it is if you're, you know, it, it, I, nobody's going to expect you to like open your, like blow your whole bankroll on the doorman. So just give what you can afford. You know, uh, if okay. you were, okay. you know, if you were older and had lived in that building for 20 years, then maybe you do what Mason did. But I, I don't think you have to give that much money. Okay, I really appreciate this advice because I didn't really know how to go about this, but I like giving the head doorman, Mr. Wayne, the lump sum, and then I'll leave all the dirty work up to him. Exactly. They can, they can wait, fight wait for it like the Hunger Games. Michelle, Bruce Wayne is your doorman? 
in Gotham yeah, City? That's very impressive. His name is Mr. His name is Mr. Wayne, and he um, he is quite the character. So I need to make sure he's taken care of. All right. Uh, hey, listen, Michelle, we love having you on as always, and uh, we will be listening tomorrow morning on Sportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Sounds great. Thanks for having me All on, right, guys. There's uh, Michelle, and she's here courtesy Prize Picks, largest and number one daily fantasy sports platform in North America. New members go to prizepicks.com slash 710. Use code 710 for a first deposit match up to 100 bucks. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, coming up next for you, going to spin the wheel of questions. Ireland's wheel today. Mesa in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Okay, I want to tell you about my secret weapon for staying active. It's called iSpod Active. Go to that website, iSpodActive.com, I-C-E-B-O-D, active.com, all one word. It's wearable cryotherapy. That replaces my cryo chamber that cost me 50 bucks every time I used to go. iSpod Active makes form-fitting compression wear with custom-sized pockets that fit flexible gel packs that fit around your sore joints and problem areas. If you're active... If you play tennis, pickleball, golf, soccer, basketball, football, if you're a runner, put this in your arsenal and you can do what you love every day. It's a great Christmas or holiday gift for anybody you know that's active. And you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if they don't like it, you don't lose any money. You just send it back. Inventory is going fast. So get yours today at iSpotActive.com. You'll see that Hall of Famer James Worthy swears by this stuff. And if you use the coupon code LA710, you get 20% off till the end of the year. Stop worrying about what you're going to get somebody for Christmas. Go to iSpotActive.com and you're taken care of. Everybody I've turned on to iSpotActive absolutely loves it. Get yours today at iSpotActive.com. Okay. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I, just, I just got a text from Shay. He says, uh, with the 2K tip, flex on the mace. Yeah, geez. And it's not even. I, that's what I said. New York style, that's not that much. Um, mm. All right, here's the question. Yes. If aliens took over okay. and humans were put into zoos, okay. what would you want in your zoo enclosure? Oh. I'll go uh, first. Okay. okay. Two things. First thing. Batting cage. Oh, oh good one. Nice. Good one. Yeah, because then you can, you know, hit us maybe, and, and you could, it would double as a golf simulator. I could hit golf balls. I could baseball. And then, Mace, How's of it? course, a massage chair. Those massage are the two chair. things I want in my enclosure. By the way, have you gotten word? My massage chair is coming this week. Mine is not. I was a little bit behind you. Okay. So you should get it next, next week. Next week. I'll have it for the holidays. Yeah, but those would be my two. Bergman, you're in a zoo enclosure. What do you want in there? So I need, I want the golf simulator. I actually okay. want to just sit there with a golf club and just yeah. try and, and you actually play learn. And course in the world. It's very fun. Right. And, it's, and I can actually learn to play golf well. Uh, and I also want a uh, PS5 and just sit. I can just sit there and play video games. Uh, if Laura, I'm stuck in there, uh, fine. Just let me play. Laura, what do you want inside your zoo enclosure? This is tough. I'll uh, give you two things. You can take two things. What do you want? Uh, definitely a big screen TV. Okay. Okay. Like subscri- okay. Any subscription I want so I can see that. And probably like a elliptical. An elliptical. Yeah. 
Wow. You'd get tired of that so fast. Yeah, I'd be like, I don't want to do Greg has one, he'll give you. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I'm going to be stuck there, and I'm like, I'm not trying to get fat, so fatter, you know? So I, get, I get stuck in my home a lot. I still don't go on that thing. Stop <laughs> using it as a rat coat, you know? It, it's just getting dirt. There's no uh, no clothes Okay, on producer Brian, how about you? Two things. Uh, first thing, probably be a basketball hoop and a basketball, you know? Yeah, let the people, let people watch Good. the game. Good. Yeah. Good. And then uh, probably like a hot tub. Hot tub. Yeah. Oh, oh, you're like Josh Rosen. I like right. that. I like right. that. Hot tub. God, there's so many things to choose from here. Um, I am going to take two of my three dogs. Wait a minute. Aww. What happens to the third one? Sophie's 17. I can't I can't squeeze her into the enclosure. I can only have two things. I'll take Veronica and Ron, and then Sophie can stay with Juan. Okay. Uh, you're or, not taking one? One? Wait, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. no, wow. Taking over. Wow. So one is also in an enclosure someplace. Yeah. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right. No, I want... You chose the dogs over one. Well, yeah, <laughs> that's no. not surprising. Mason loves yeah, dogs. That's, I do love dogs. I do love dogs. Um, all right. There you have it. There's your wheel of questions. All right. Uh, I want to share a, a text exchange that happened uh, last night okay. during the game. With who? Um, Michael and Laura. Yep. Okay. Uh-oh. Laura, what you Uh-oh. Do? I know. I was like, whoa. All right. So. Oh, I know where this is going. The Lakers almost blew that game. They were up by 20 at the start of the fourth quarter. And then Wimbenyama flipped the switch and almost brought them all the way back. They cut the lead to one with 10 seconds to go. And then Anthony Davis made a couple of free throws and, and the Lakers saved it. And they won the game. And uh, so we were talking after the game about. What's your takeaway from that? Like, is it and, – and Michael said, look, there's two things that are never ugly, wins and babies. Hmm. <laughs> I right? heard that. Laura's response to that. She was – Laura was – By the way, I think I agree with Laura, but go ahead. Right, right. Ugly babies are all around. And, Just uh, And Michael says, oh, come on. And Laura says, it's true. So my question to the three of you, is Laura right? Well, I mean, I would never say it to a particular baby. Yeah, well, I mean, baby doesn't. You can say whatever you want to the baby. They don't hear it. Hurt. Babies don't know. So don't say it to the parents. Behind their little backs, I will say. <laughs> yes. Boy, that, behind their little backs. An ugly baby. Behind their little backs. John, John, I think you know what the right answer is. You do. You know. always say breathtaking. Breathtaking. Exactly. <laughs> I said it last night to Andy. Andy Kamenitsky was filling in for Beto, and I said, Andy. All babies are breathtaking. breathtaking. Yeah, that is a Seinfeld reference. You know what reference. that's from, right? No, I don't even know. There's an ugly baby in, on Seinfeld. And, you know, Kramer has no filter. Yes. So he Ugh. goes, but God, that baby's ugly. <laughs> and Elaine's dating some guy, and she goes, what do you think of the baby? And he goes, it's breathtaking, breathtaking. which is code for it's ugly. That's mm-hmm. very funny. Every baby is breathtaking. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I wanted to do this uh, this thing right oh, here. Can I do something real quick? Oh, yeah, I just, sure. I just saw, uh, I just saw breaking news, and also I, I kind of hesitate to even mention it because it's from John Heyman, but it's about the Dodgers, so I figured it's something to talk okay, about. Okay, so John Heyman, often incorrect. Very often incorrect. Uh, reports that Tyler Glasnow will almost definitely be traded, and there's a decent chance it's, for, it's to the Dodgers. But he says the Dodgers aren't enthused with Manny Margot and much more interested in Randy Arozarena. He's not sure if Margot will be involved at all. Okay. All right, now, if they get Arozarena and Glass now. Right. And Yamamoto. And Yamamoto. And I mean, Cease. I mean, come on. Yeah, you know, the thing with uh, 
with the Rays is that yesterday, or well, it's probably a day and a half ago now, Rosarena's last Instagram post is him with Shohei Otani from the World Baseball He's Classic. trolling all of us. You think he's well, no, John Heyman's like picked up on well, it. John Heyman. Uh, if they if they get a Rosarena and uh Tyler oh, Glasnow. It'd be incredible. And Yamamoto now has injury issues, right? He does. He started I think twenty two games last year, but that's um a high for him. So he is in his career, he has an eight year career, he has only pitched over a hundred innings twice. One of those was last year. It was uh, 120. That's a red flag for me, but maybe, maybe if you're going to get a Rosarena, they put Glass now in the deal so they can get more in return. Yes, Um, agree. This is how the the Dodgers were able to get Trey Turner. Remember when they wanted to trade for Scherzer, and Scherzer was only – he had an opt-out after after the season in which the, the Dodgers traded for him. And they didn't want to give up. They were giving up a catcher that they really liked. Right. And and they said, look, we don't want to give up the catcher if we can. If it's just a rental for Max Scherzer for three months. And the Nationals said, well, what if we put Trey Turner in the deal? Yep. And that's how they got him. So if you take Glasnow and you get a Rosarena, then you do it. So Glasnow is a number one starter. When he's healthy, he's a number one starter. And that's yeah. But the, no, what's the number one thing you say about the Dodgers starters now? They're all hurt. Yeah, and he's another guy that gets hurt. So but, this is. By the but way, here's the thing. This is what Friedman, Friedman coming back. Uh, it, from what he said yesterday, it sounds like he's fifty yeah. fifty. It sounds like he's going to come back, but it's not going to be this year. You th- I I took it to be he could be pitching next August. Me too. That'd be great if he did, but he said he wants to get back, that he didn't like the way that it ended. He doesn't want to leave on that kind of thing, oh and he God. wants to get out pitching again. I just don't know if he comes back. If he does, and he comes back at the beginning of September, great. Right. In other words, you generally get 20, 21 to 25 starts from Clayton Kershaw. I'd rather have him at the end of the year than at the beginning of the year, which is what we had last year. He had an all-star yep. season leading to the all-star break, then then got hurt and you know did the Kershaw thing and, and flopped in the playoffs. I just think, get him when he's fresh. If he comes back in August, that's a nice run into the playoffs. Isn't that what Schilling did? Schilling would come into the middle in the middle of the summer. I think he and did come that and, once, yeah. Yeah, do that. That's perfectly fine. If you're healthy, I mean, he's getting an arm surgery. So right. that, that doesn't mean that he's going to be back anytime soon, especially at his age and how he's been. But I like the fact that this is a number one starter that are going to try to go up. But I really like Ryan Pepio, too. And if Pepio is in that deal, that's a long-term problem. That's a... Pepio is a long-term solution. Glasnow is a short-term solution, and you're you doing that for Otani, which I understand. But Glasnow is done at the end of this year. He's a free agent. This is a rental. Right. It's a rental. Yeah. It doesn't mean they won't sign him. No. And this is sort of classic Friedman. Friedman does bring in pitchers who are broken. He fixes guys. Sometimes. Yeah. No, they've been very successful over the years at fixing guys. Like Brandon McCarthy, who, John, you were saying about his contract, that that didn't work. No. Anderson, Brett Anderson, didn't work. Dodger pitcher. But sometimes they were. Alex Wood, they got some good good mileage out of Alex Wood. Mm So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I still think the Yamamoto thing is the most intriguing thing. Me too. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just... (laughs) fascinating um all right uh coming up next we're going to do two o'clock call of the day john uh now two o'clock call of the day been since i've been off for actually we don't do it on combo plate days no so this is the first time in a week that we've done two o'clock call of the day bergman is very very enthused about it always oh boy it is my Um, favorite thing we do uh producer brian looks very excited 
Hey, 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 it's 2 o'clock call of the day. All right, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-ESPN. Maybe it's about the Lakers uh, almost letting that game slip away last night in San Antonio. Or maybe it's about Shohei Otani and his demand that he becomes a free agent if Andrew Friedman or Mark Walter uh, leave the organization or sell the team. That that kind of stuff is fascinating to me. 877-710-ESPN. We'll get to all of it coming up. It is a full Mason and Ireland show with both Mason and Ireland on 710 ESPN.